welcome to Buy It or Burn It by SNR. <laughs> I'm S, she's R, let's do this. Before we start, make sure to follow us on Instagram. We release hints for the books every, every day. Uh, make sure to follow us on TikTok where we do a lot of weird book content and we also take a lot of requests on TikTok. And oh, we also recently started a Patreon, so go check that out if you want. We'll link it this time. Hopefully. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, we started school and work, so if the uh, episodes are like every two weeks now instead of every week, that's why. But like, we'll try to keep it one week, but we might, we might skip them every now and then. Except, you know, for this week where we're doing two because... We were having technical issues and school started and work started and everything started and we just couldn't keep up. <laughs> so today we're doing Kingdom, Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Maniscalco? Sure. It's Italian. Sure. It is Italian, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, 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 but I can't guarantee the name. Oh, I mean, we can't guarantee any name except K.A. Knight. No, literally, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, we'll get an American at some point. So we start off with the Chosen Twins. Amelia and Victoria. Technically, I mean, yeah, technically they're both chosen, but, like, it's two different prophecies. So, there's a prophecy, we can't exactly remember what it was because it was a while ago, but it was something like, one was meant for death and the other was meant for, like, it was it was the type of one that's like, one's meant for death and the other's meant for greatness. I mean... That was like, the gist of greatness. it. Greatness. Greatness is subjective. <laughs> greatness is subjective. But anyways, at the beginning of this story, we find out they're witches, and uh, this specific type of witch that their family is, is the non-dark type, don't mess with any like dark magic, which by the way... In this world, it's very much like light magic and dark magic, and there's very much a difference, and there's a line you don't cross according to their family specifically. But also, like, their definition of dark magic is like pretty skewed, like, since when is a truth spell dark magic? A truth spell is like everything any basic witch and wizard does on TV. Okay, but like, to be fair, she also summons a demon and that's not considered. I mean, no, but she did a truth spell and when she told her grandma, her grandma punished her for like, testing the dark arts or something. I mean, not just that, but the demon that she summoned was outraged that, I think it was, he said something about it being like, the one thing that they couldn't, about it being like the one thing they couldn't take away, like the, the ability to oh, choose. Oh yeah, she did the truth spell around a demon, he also said the same thing. By the way, the demons in this fucking story have way too many morals. Oh my god, there's so many rules and like etiquette is super important. And, and it's like, not just the one that she summoned, it's all of them. Yeah, yeah, like they have to be invited into a house and you have to invite them into the circle and you have to, they have to wait for you to, to like let them go because they can't just pop out on you. There's like, also certain things they won't do, like they won't take free will and I'm just like, you're a demon. That is your purpose. I know, the demons here are weak. What the hell are these demons? This is like skewed logic. Yeah, demons here are stupidly moral for some reason. So... Basically, what happens in the beginning of this book is that one of the twins is murdered. Can we talk about how this bitch was murdered and how she told everyone what she was doing and no one believed her? For real! I was literally, there's a part where she tells everyone that she's summoning the prince. No, she's summoning the king of hell so that she can get married to him. Yeah. And her sister's like, oh, ha, 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 you're so funny, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, she's not joking. You know, you could trust her, what she's saying, because demons are like this whole thing in this world. And I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the witches in this world know that it's a thing, but like, like the rest of the population doesn't. 
Okay, so there's like, what, six different covens, right? But they don't like associate with each other. Seven if you count the one the girls are in. Yeah, but they don't associate with each other because way back when, they used to be like a little community type thing. And they used to like interact and like exchange their little secrets. Yeah, but then witch hunters came onto the scene and they had to disband and basically be like, we don't know you. So now they know of each other. Like, it's not like they've forgotten, like the, the generation. Because I'm pretty sure they split around the grandma's time. No, the girls knew knew the, the person. No, but they know of the people, but I'm pretty sure they split before the girls' time because that wouldn't make a lot of sense. No, no, no. No, it wasn't that long ago that they split. In fact, the, so they split because... Um, Witch hunters! But they specifically split because this girl, whose name I don't remember right now. Because oh, names, David, David, David. Uh, Did some kind of black magic with a mirror and then her brain basically shattered and so she was drawing attention to them and witch hunters came and they had to, you know, guard their secrets. Yeah, so, like, they split but they still know of each other. It's not like they've forgotten. They're still basically almost all in the same town. And uh, they just don't, like, they're friendly as the same thing with Like, they're not, they're not enemies but they don't go into each other's territories. They're not, like, exchanging spells on Wednesdays, if you know what I mean. Or wearing black. But uh, that's basically the gist of the witches right now. And uh, her sister, the main Victoria. character's sister, Amelia. Victoria, sorry. Victoria's Victoria. the sister. Victoria's the sister. The main character's Amelia. Uh, she was very much like a... They were both always into the magic when they were younger. The grandma would tell them stories of like the... Princess of Hell. The Princess the of Hell. The and, and the Wicked. And they would be like... The Ooh, wicked, the, wi- the wicked are the princes of hell, and the Malvagi are like demons, basically. So the grandma would uh, tell them the stories to like ward them off, and they'd just be here like, oh, "That's so cool and Mostly interesting." Mostly Victoria. Yeah, mainly Victoria, but like the other one was also into it. She was, she was into it, yeah. Victoria is the party girl, and then Amelia became more of like the secluded bookworm. But I mean, Victoria's not necessarily a party girl. She was like the wild and reckless one. Yeah, basically. She do- she wasn't much for like sticking to the rules. The rules. And so she would like go around town saying like the truth, but no one would believe her because that's just what she did. She just like spoke that way. So everyone's like, you. ah, what? <laughs> so everyone's like, ah, she's like the crazy one. So like the, the what we're talking about right now is um, it was more like ah Victoria never taking anything seriously. Yeah. So what we're talking about right now is Amelia talking to the church boy, like one of the church kids. What and was his name? Antonio, brother Antonio. So, so Amelia is talking to Antonio, who's like a church doer, and like she used to have a crush on him, but then he turned his life towards Christ, was and she Christ? couldn't have him. Or whatever um and they were talking and then victoria came along and they're like oh hey i haven't seen you since like breakfast what were you doing and victoria's like oh you know the usual just making deals with the devil in exchange for my soul to become his queen or something along those lines something along those lines and um, and amelia who's her sister like, knows about magic. amelia is her sister and knows about magic and knows that she's intrigued in all of this she's like oh fine don't tell me i'll get her to tell, tell me, me later. later and i was like you no she won't no you won't that you know what? Whenever someone in like any kind of show is like, calls someone is like, oh, I'm on my way to you. I'll tell you everything when I see you. They're never, you're never gonna hear the story. No, you're just not. tell me now. Yeah. <laughs> if you called me, there was a reason. Just tell me now, and no one gets hurt. And even if you do get hurt, I know the reason. <laughs> 
So that happens. And shortly after that happens, Victoria um, gets murdered. She'd be dead. Amelia finds her. Because Amelia, uh, since she likes the church kid, she helps out all the church boys by like, bringing them food once a week. She cooks food for them once a week because their families owns a restaurant as well and it's like volunteer work an italian restaurant who is extremely popular because they all know magic and the so, food just tastes a little bit better yeah oh also before we forget which like where can we find this restaurant because like i want to go to one of those I'll two do it. also before we forget the magic in this is not it is genetic but not a hundred percent like the Sometimes grandma it's, has it's magic, a generation the, the grandma has magic and then the mom does not and the granddaughters do and it's very uncommon for a man to have magic because the dad is- No, not uncommon. The, there are no male witches. So the dad doesn't have magic, but he does come from like a witch family, so he knows. He knows the secret. Yeah, he knows. And that was uh, the grandmother's issue with, Antonio's a nice boy, but you need someone from a witch family. Because like, it's understandable. Like I agree. Like, like this church kid is also, like he's not a witch hunter, but like, isn't he though? Yeah, because, I mean, okay, there's also shifters and vampires in this book, but they're, like, briefly mentioned. Yeah, no, it's literally, like, uh, this church kid, Antonio, he's, this like, the Father Antonio. They call him, uh, Fratello. Brother, they call him brother. Brother Antonio. Whatever, this kid, Antonio, he's, like, going to another town, um, and the excuse he gives is shapeshifters, so we know shapeshifters are a thing. But and then they see some of the attacks that the demons have done, and they're like, oh, it could be vampires. Because no, and later on we see a vampire too, and she's like, I never want to have another encounter with a vampire. And I'm just so annoyed. Because <laughs> this girl who lives in a witch family and knows how to do magic doesn't know a lick about magic. Like, they make it sound like she's never practiced magic in her life. They make it sound like she just gave up magic until this point in time when she needed it. Which, like, does not make sense because... Not only does it not make sense, it's annoying the hell out of me. No, they also talk about how Victoria used to like make little potions and perfumes and whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Victoria gets murdered and oh, yeah, Amelia, so Amelia's like, I need to find out what happened to her. Yeah, Amelia was at the church and she heard like a commotion, so she went to check it out and she saw her sister's body with some guy. The audacity, some random guy just standing above her, looking licking, down and licking, licking blood. <laughs> and licking the blood off his fingers. And she is ready to lose her shit. <laughs> Which, like, the explanations they give for these things was not the best of I still don't have a very good explanation as to why he was there. I, uh, he was supposed to get his bride, remember? Like, not his bride, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. bride. He was supposed to get the bride, but also, like, wouldn't they know if she was killed? Like, the connection would be broken. But there was That's no how it works! There was no connection yet. I, I don't like the mythology in this book. Yeah, this book's... The, the the background information, like witches and her not knowing, when then she like starts dabbling in something else, but then she doesn't know the rules of everything and like how demons work and how to summon demons and this and that, but she, she can do it. She just doesn't know the rules behind it or how to maintain it or anything like that. That doesn't make sense. She was taught. She was... Ex these things were explained to her. I agree. Now here's my thing, right? <laughs> she was very much like, uh, like yeah, she was very oblivious. But then her sister dies, and so oh yeah, so her sister dies, and she's on like this revenge spree, quest, quest, sure. Um, it has to be cho it has to be a quest. This is a chosen one. <laughs> but um, we have a cornicello. 
which is a necklace, a magical necklace that if you, so each twin, Listen, the chosen one trope, we have a quest for revenge and we have a magical artifact that's gonna help her, a cornicello. So these cornicellos are necklaces that are shaped like little horns that each twin has one and they're not supposed to put them together because it'll be like, Bring about the end of the world. Which they already did when they were kids. Just, just saying. Hence the crack that we find about out about later Which, on. Which, by the way, Amelia was the one that put them together. It wasn't even Victoria. I know. So technically, she, she was Technically, it's Amelia's fault. Everything is Amelia's fault. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, like, it was Victoria's idea. Victoria instigated it. But yeah, Amelia did the, the action. Which, like... Weakling. <laughs> Weakling. Foreshadowing. Honestly, true, though. So... Her sister's cornicello is gone. Amelia still has hers for now. Um, and she goes into her room and she finds, like, as everyone's room, grieving, as everyone's grieving, she goes into their shared room. Well, not anymore. That she's dead. <laughs> Amelia, driven with grief, goes into their room, you know, after she's been, like, mourning for a couple days, goes into the room, finally gets the urge to, like, look through Victoria's shit for some kind of clue. And she finds her diary. Which she has opened up before and she was, like, really bored. She's like, oh, no, not interesting. Like, this is an invasion of privacy. But now she's dead. So now it's free reigns. And, and she can't. <laughs> Victoria spelled it shut because, and Amelia's reasoning is, I guess she found out I went through it last time. Yeah, because she went through it before because she was, uh, because her sister was like sneaking out a lot and she wanted to know what she was doing. But she got easily bored because the facts weren't right there in front of her. So she's like, oh, this is like an invasion of privacy. I'll just, I'll just let her tell me. <laughs> Which, by the way, Which, no. But, like, what do you think of this main character? <laughs> no. I'll just let her tell me no. Everything is handed to this character. I'm so annoyed. This is like the most chosen he chosen trope ever. Literally everything though. And so this character goes about, you know, figuring out what to do and she summons a demon. So yeah, she cho- she her 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 brilliant plan was that she was going to summon a demon to help her get revenge and figure out who killed her sister. But to summon a demon, like a lower demon, which is what she wanted, because she just wanted a basic demon to like help her figure it out. Because you know, any finally, at least finally in this book, we agree humans are not the superior species. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, <laughs> Kingdom of the Wicked. Thank you for acknowledging that. I needed that. Also, like the control aspect of it, though, and the fact that she's engaged to two of them. Uh, that's a uh, chosen one, dude. Chosen one. She doesn't end up summoning a lower level demon. No, because this dude she was chasing, uh, he just happened to carry a dagger. And the first time she tried to do the spell for the demon, she had blood with her, like animal blood, but there were bats everywhere. There was there was a whole situation and she lost the blood. So this born witch, born and bred witch, <laughs> born and bred, <laughs> decided to use her own blood to summon a demon. First of all, let's start off with if you need blood, you never use your own. What kind of stupidity? That's like 101. You will never use your own materials in like anything. You don't put yourself into the spell. She was born and bred! That was, that pissed me off so much. I wanted to stop reading. Listen, so, listen. So to do the spell, you need, you needed those things that are said, but it says when you want to summon oh, yeah, a higher but that's, level Oh yeah, demon. but that's what you need to summon a lower rank demon. If you want to raise one of the specific princes of hell, you need something that belongs to them. Guess, guess who was on top of Emil- uh, Victoria's body when she died, licking the blood off of his And fingers. guess whose dagger she has in her possession, which she uses to pr- 
prick herself and get her own blood. So she bowed him to herself and then did a, the Latin part of the spell, roughly translated to bound to me forever, which in demon world means matrimony. So, so if you're having trouble keeping up. What kind of novice witch are you? Amelia, what kind? Honestly, it should have been Victoria. Uh, it should have been, been Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> it should have been Victoria. I can't even argue also, that. Also, like, Victoria's killer would have had no chance. No, absolutely. Would have had no chance. It does not make sense. All I'm saying is Victoria could have taken him. Honestly. Wasn't even supernatural. Honestly, the reason that Victoria died and not Amelia was human emotion. Yeah. Human emotion for Amelia. For Amelia, yeah. Because the killer liked Amelia, but he still hated the witches. So he just decided to go for Victoria. But had those human emotions not been there, Amelia would have died. Because Amelia is the weaker link. <laughs> Amelia is the weakest link. <laughs> and it was, it was, listen, when this demon found out what she had done, he, he was so upset. Let's start out with, she summoned the demon of wrath. Of House Wrath, my guy. Like, the king of House Wrath. So the way that this is set up is, the seven deadly sins are the seven princes of hell. Yeah. Pride is king, and then each of them have their own houses. She summoned the demon of wrath, the king of House Wrath, in second to pride. In this book, the grandmother warns him about four specific, what are they called? Four specific wickeds. Wickeds. She, she tells them about four specific wickeds. And those that are, happen. like, the d most dangerous to their family. There are seven of them, but, like, there's four overall that you shouldn't mess with at all. And they just happen to be greed, envy, pride, and wrath. Those would not have been my guesses, but... They would have not have been my I guesses. I would have given pride and wrath for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe greed, but I don't think envy is that, like... Um, but that happened. So, if you're having trouble keeping up, um, this born and bred witch had a sister die... And she sought out revenge, so she sought out the help of a lower demon, except she summoned the uh, strongest demon of wrath that you could by using her blood and his dagger, bounding them in demon matrimony. Second only to the king of hell himself. So now that you're caught up. <laughs> this girl... Let's start off with, once she invited him into the circle, she did not know the first thing about etiquette. Like, the first thing that came to, like, interacting with this demon and the rules of interacting with this demon Listen, and, like, how no. long... She thought he would be bound in the circle until she released him. Wrong. She also thought he would be bound into obedience. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> when you said etiquette, I was confused for a second. I thought you meant, like, she wasn't polite enough, whereas, like, I'm just here, like, listen, I just summoned a demon to get revenge. I wouldn't be nice either. I just need you to... <laughs> and then this girl is, like, all high and mighty on her high horse, and she's like, you're the one that was standing over my sister, you're the one who killed it, and he's like, yes. naive little girl. <laughs> but also, he's like, yeah, that was me. And? What's your point? What you gonna do about it? Not like she can do anything. She has now summoned wrath. And knows nothing of what to do with this power. Not that she has any power, because Wrath is nowhere near cooperating. And she's literally bargaining with nothing. Yeah, she's just like, I'll give you your freedom, not even that. But like, he's gonna be free in three days anyway. What are you gonna do then? She's like, I'll think about releasing you. And I'm like, girl, you got three days. I think a demon who's eternal can wait three days. It's not like he's starving to death. Not literally. It's also not very clear what they eat, because like... 
he, he likes eats, cannolis. He eats human food. Yeah, that's what she ends up bribing him with, by the way, cannolis. That's what she bribes him with for him to like stay and help her. Cannolis. I feel like trying to start a love connection between Wrath and like yeah. Amelia. Yeah. And then they're also trying to start a love connection between like Amelia and Pride. And I'm like, I mean, no. Amelia and Pride? Totally don't get it. But like totally not there. Like Pride came at the very end, like you see Pride for 2.2 seconds. Like, there's no time for Pride to make a connection, but... So, Amelia and Antonio have that, like, their little childhood thing, and, like, throughout the book, they seem to, like, want to, like, push that. But then they're also trying to push Amelia and Wrath, and it's very much, like, I wonder why we keep saying she when it's a single person. Like, the author is a girl. But the, the author tries to keep pushing them, and it's very much like, bro, we're not really getting anything here. Like, the only like I know that you're trying to make it look like a total enemies to lovers, but at the end, you'll, like, totally root for them. It's not happening. The only time where you're kind of like, I guess I can see it, is the one time they sit down to dinner in a restaurant, and it's because Wrath is literally the epitome of a gentleman. Mm -hmm. And, like, a demon, a gentleman, like, come on. He literally serves her plate like he gets a plate he serves everything on the table on that plate and puts it in front of her and she gets to be served first because she's the guest no because she's the girl i mean yeah but also he invited her not really he showed up after she was already there she didn't want to be there <laughs> that's fair um but but anyways after that whole thing like i literally have a better chance of the two people from the cool prince I had a better chance of like from the cool prince alone being like, no, yeah, you guys have a better chance than Amelia and Wrath. They have more of a connection. Cardin and, and Julia. Jude. 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 Cardin and Jude. Cardin and Jude had a better connection than Amelia and Wrath. And you can't convince me of that. I mean, I love Wrath. Do I like Amelia? That's a hard pass. You're willing to throw away the entire shit because you don't like one character? Oh my god. Even then, she was like threatening him with no basis. And Wrath is just like cooperating. He's like, I mean, I'll see where this goes. I want to know who killed her too so I can find out who's killing the other queen candidates. But see, the reason I don't ship them is because neither one of them give me like the thing you need to ship someone. There's no connection. There's nothing there. Stop forcing but, it. But you're just here like, oh, the girl's boring. Let's take the guy and give him to someone else. He deserves better. No, the guy also sucks. Wrath is also like very personalityless. I like Wrath. Wrath is like, okay, like I have nothing against him. There's just nothing there. I feel like Wrath has more personality than Amelia. I'm not saying he doesn't, but that doesn't mean he has a personality. He has more than Amelia. That doesn't make a personality. Amelia is not a high bar. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, dude, by those standards, who has the best personality in this book? Dude, the fact that the main character doesn't have a personality. <sighs> we'll meet the rest. We don't meet all the sins in this book, but we meet... Greed, lust, envy, and pride, and wrath. And wrath. We're missing sloth and gluttony. Which, like, which I'm makes not surprised, sense. yeah. Which makes sense. <laughs> sloth, oh my god, if I was sloth, I'd just see my brother's family and be like, oh, just stay out of my turf and we're good. Just don't make me get involved. <laughs> just don't come over here. Leave me out of it. That's fair. So basically, turns out, it wasn't even a demon who killed Victoria. I was so upset by that. Me too. I was like, hello, a human? A human is what you give me? I kind of saw and it And I coming. saw it coming. I kind of saw it coming. I was so annoyed. I was like, this one? Like, this one killed Victoria? Because the way, like, we saw a bunch of demons and their lackeys, lackeys interrupting and the way, uh, interacting. And, like, the way they functioned very much wasn't like, because Victoria was killed and then her heart was ripped out. 
And none of the ones, none of the demons or the lackeys that I saw, like, gave me that vibe. I don't understand the heart ripping out. Who ripped out her heart? It wasn't him. Why not? Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No way. Yes. No way. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. It was the demon he was working for. That's what I said. But it wasn't him. But he did it for someone else. No, but he, he killed her. No. But he didn't rip out her heart. I'm pretty sure he did. I don't think he did. Anyways. Um... So yeah, whoever did it was very much like, a, it was supposed to be an I gotcha moment, but it wasn't because we saw it coming. Um, Basically, this book had no climax. <laughs> actually, I got, yeah, there was no climax, but I got a climax for you. Ready? Yeah. When Abuela was fighting Envy. That was, <laughs> that was the best part of this book, dude. Abuela's I, I a fucking badass. some shit. Okay, they call her Nona, but, like, it's grandma in Italian. We're calling her abuela because we're Hispanic and that's in Spanish. But, like, dude, the grandma's a fucking badass. So, grandma came here and banished a prince of hell back to hell. And she was injured while doing her it. Her throat was literally slit. She survived it and then vanished. I was like, where was this power when we needed it? No, literally. Where have you been hiding? <laughs> what is this shit? Why reveal it now? So, basically, uh, Amelia met Wrath, left him alone, went back to the house, ran into, ran, like, on her way to the house, met Greed, and then when she got home, there was, like, a flying knife. <laughs> and it slit Abuela's throat, and while she wasn't paying attention, she lost her cornachelo. And, and then later found Victoria's, but whatever. And then we later found Victoria, which was supposed to be, like, this really cool, badass scene. Does, which Wrath doesn't end up coming for her. In that scene he area. comes for her, but he she, he doesn't end up fighting the snake. No, like, she ends up tricking her or whatever, but it's a No, yeah, because she gets hit by it, and he has to save her from the bath. He, sa he saves her after she's, like poisoned right yeah. but she does wrath does not interact with the yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's yeah that's our mom this year okay so so she has to find her sister's gonachello and it's guarded by like this serpent demon type thing that like if it touches you you're basically dead from the poison think basilisk from harry potter <laughs> sure <laughs> um and so amelia fought and she got the gonachello but then she stopped being careful because nothing was sleeping nothing was sleeping so like easy move and convenient chosen one whatever um, I mean, all I'm saying is, this fucking snake-like demonoid creature doesn't hear her sneaking up on him, and she's like, oh, I don't know any spells, but I'm gonna go in there blind. It gave her, it gave, she gave it like a tiny sleep spell, but like, <laughs> come on, girl. That's not really threatening, but whatever. Um, and then she ends up getting hit because she, like, it's, it's and like, bitten. bitten, sorry. It's like a dragon type thing where it's surrounded by gold and like it's treasures so she trips she like doesn't trip over one of them but she like makes noise she makes noise like walking on one of them or something and it immediately goes to attack her and it bites her and so venom is you know coursing, coursing through her veins. veins and that's when wrath comes in and i think this was supposed to be one of the scenes that was like oh my god yeah they should totally be together so basically um he takes her to hell um and one of his servants is like oh my god are you sure do you know what he you're doing take her to hell. you're wrong he took her to a castle that he had nearby that's what I said. He did not take her to hell. Oh my god, it's the same thing. He takes her somewhere with like his territory and one of his demons are there. He's like, oh my god, are you sure? Do you know what you're doing? And he's like, get out. <laughs> Stop talking to me. Um, so he puts her in a bath, unclothes her, puts her in a bath, and then he joins her. And then they like exchange. They exchange fluids. something to heal her. They exchange fluids to heal her. And then she's healed. Whatever, right? 
Um, and then when she finds out, she like totally freaks out on him because he basically accepted the marriage that she did when she first summoned him. No, this is when she learns that she summoned him for a marriage. Yeah, this is when she learns, and also what he did was like consummating the marriage in the human world. I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> sure. That's what it was. He, but what, what he did in that bathtub was basically consummating the marriage. And she's, like, losing her shit. Which, like, it's understandable, but it's also your fault. <laughs> who told you to go in there? No one. <gasps> so they figure out who... The, she doesn't have her going to jail anymore, but she has her sisters now. And later on, she figures out... Later on, she figures out who the killer is, kind of. like. I mean, like, maybe. yeah, she figures it out, but also, like, she has half an answer. Um... Anyway, she confronts him and is like, how could you do this? She ends up putting the cornicellos together. As she was about to have like this, uh, what do you call aha it? Aha moment. Yeah, as she was about to have this aha moment, and I think it was supposed to be the climax of the book where she like took her revenge. Um, the, the king of hell, the prince of pride, you know, pride decided to come in. Sort of, like he didn't come in in his own body. But um, it was very much like he came in and he's like. No, uh, she summoned him. Yeah, whatever same thing but like she didn't summon him to like take over his body is what i'm saying that wasn't her intention and he did that and then he's like hey i need a bride <laughs> and guess who ends up becoming the bride or at least that's what we think and yes her thing with her and wrath is still very much a thing at the, at the end of this book yeah i don't know what happens there i don't know either so she's still engaged to wrath and now she's engaged to Pride. And at the end of this book, she goes to hell. And that's it. And I don't know anything else. And honestly, I'm not motivated to find anything else out. The last line she says is, I hoped the kingdom of the wicked was ready for a vengeful queen. My question is, what is she so vengeful about? Like, you got your revenge on the kid. Like, the kid died. I think she needs to find out who asked the kid to kill her sister. Ugh. Because, you know, like, she's not satisfied. And, like... It's also, the she's of the wicked. Of course, they're ready for a vengeful queen. She's very easily like moved on because I remember at one point she was like, uh, "Oh, I stopped paying attention to Antonio to think to start thinking about my next move," and I'm just here like, "Or you could keep asking questions and get more answers. That would work great too." Like you're supposed to be doing. So yeah, that's where the book ends off. She is still uh, technically, by the laws of hell, married to Wrath. But also, she is about to marry Pride and become the prince of the queen, the queen of the hell. Queen of hell. Um, I don't know how stiff the rules are in the demon world. Honestly, I see. You know what I see in our future? There's no way this is gonna turn into a harem. Reverse harem. There's no way. I see reverse harem in our future. No, because uh, even though I don't see them as monogamous, I also don't see them uh, with each other. I don't think we're gonna do reverse harem. I think at best case scenario, they're gonna share each other or Wrath is gonna take priority and like null and void the thing. Pride, Pride is gonna take priority. Or maybe Pride is gonna be like, listen, you're gonna marry me in name so I can get the stupid curse broken and after that, Wrath can have you for whatever the hell he wants. I don't know, I think Pride's the kind to get attached because the whole thing is like, Pride fell in love with a witch and da 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 Yeah, that's literally how the first girl lost her mind. Um, do you think uh, Wrath is like enough to fight for her? Wrath? Yeah. I don't think Wrath. Like, like, like if this was a thing of like only one of them can have her, do you think Wrath is like into her enough to fight for her? No. No, right? I mean, I don't think they're into each other at all, to be fair. Okay, do you think the book would make it so that they're into each other enough to do it? Yeah, of course I do. 
I don't see it. There's nothing there. I don't see it either, but of course the book's going to make them fight for each other. Dumb. So what do you think of this book? This book is a very okay book. It is like the okayest book I've read. I have no opinions about this book. It is a very forgettable book. So buy it or burn it? Definitely not buy. We're nowhere near the buy. Um, I think I'd have to burn it. Because this book is forgettable. So if I borrow it... That's like the worst thing you could ever say about a book. (laughs) Yeah. But if I end up borrowing this book, like if you owned it and I'm like, oh, let me borrow this book. Through by like chapter four, I'd like put it down and not pick it back up until you ask me for it. So then I'd pick it up and give it back. I agree. Oh, wait, what would you rate it? (sighs) God. Let's see. I gave Red Queen a six. I think I gave Crave a four. Um... I'm gonna give this one a four too. No, cause at least Crave was, I'm gonna give it a three. Cause at least Crave was enough to be like, I absolutely hate this book and here's why. And this book is just very like, blah. Like I read this book. <laughs> like I would never recommend this book and not even for like any, cause I can be like, I'm not gonna recommend Crave cause Crave has bad writing, the characters are intolerable, whatever. And like, I'm not gonna recommend Kingdom of the Wicked cause just nothing happens in the book. <laughs> nothing of interest. Yeah, like. <laughs> I agree. Honestly, the words forgettable for a book are never good. Those are cruel. That's the worst thing I think you could ever, ever say for to a, about a book, honestly. Personally, in my opinion. Very cruel, cruel words. Because if a book is forgettable, that means, like, you're, you're not even going to be able to, to tell someone how bad it is to recommend it. Yeah. I mean, I read this book three weeks ago. You read it a week ago. And already our, our, um, our memories are very foggy. Mm-hmm. I barely remember. Literally, we both had to take pauses during this one and be like, okay, where were we going with this? Yeah, no. What was this part? Yeah, this book was very okay. <laughs> like, it, it was okay. There was nothing bad about it. There was nothing good about it either. The writing wasn't horrible. I liked the writing. It was okay. The world building was kind of iffy. Yeah, the world building had some issues. Yeah, I had a lot of questions. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't like... I feel like we're going to get a bunch of comments being like, oh my god, all those questions are answered in the next one. Listen, even if they are, I don't know how much I can handle another round. If I get enough of those, I'll, I'll like, deal. If You'll get, do it? As long, if, if a bunch of people guarantee me that I'll get a bunch of my answers in the next one, then, yeah, I'll read the next one. I'll give this one a 3.5 okay. because, like, I hated Crave with a burning, fiery passion. Uh-huh. But I can tell you why I hated it, and I'll tell you why I hated it any day of the week. <laughs> okay. But this book, like, you're gonna be like, oh, what books haven't you liked? I'm not gonna remember this book. Yeah, literally. I'm, this, this book is not gonna come to my mind. I'm gonna be like, Crave. Twilight was okay. Yeah, Twilight was also an okay book, but the, well, I also didn't like Twilight. Yeah, I mean, nobody. But Twilight's like a very much like, if you liked it when it was out, you like Twilight. If not, you don't like Twilight. Yeah. So, anyway, um. Our next book is a mafia book. Oh yeah, we got a mafia romance next. Very much uh, a monogamy. No, no harem this time. Very possessive male. Um. Okay. Lead we... up to our following book, which is an alpha male. But you know. Oh yeah, but but, but there's different types of alpha males. There's the toxic, and then there's the actual werewolf alpha. Mm-hmm. This one that we are talking about for next week is the toxic one. As um, to- as toxic as toxic can be. Okay, and before anything, I did not pick this book. This was S's pick, and it wasn't based off the cover. It was based off a prompt that was something along the lines of... It was based on getting our angry. That's what this, this me picking this book was. And it was along the lines, the prompt was along the lines of like, 
oh, you and your high school sweetheart break up and then you find out years later as you're like at a, uh, bank, you're in robbery, a bank robbery, please that, tell this person. Yeah, that like your your high school sweetheart who broke your heart put you on the do not harm list so you go confront him. That's literally what it was and that's... That, that prompt is fantastic. That scene happens in this book and it is a good scene, I'm not gonna lie. So join us next week, or actually join us in a few hours because this book is coming out right after this one. Yes, we're, we're recording right after and we're posting them back to back. So thanks for listening and see you in a bit. <laughs>